This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 512 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And oh man, you just never know how the universe is going to conspire to do exactly what you want, when you want, or when you want. And it's a gorgeous Friday afternoon. And I'm just thinking, you know, man, I could use like a tropical drink or something. I don't know. But Marielle, could you help me out with that? Absolutely, Charlie. That is what we do and we love to do. So for our listeners, I have the one and only Mariel Goodrich. Her company is Isle Bartend. Thrilled to have you. And yes, it really is a Friday afternoon. How are you doing? I'm great, Charlie. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, yeah. And would you like, uh, did my team try to intentionally put you on a Friday afternoon or did that just happen organically? You know, that is organically completely, I I believe. (laughs) It's the perfect day for a margarita. I'm sitting here staring at the ocean right now, and I'd love nothing more than to hop in with a a fresh fruit cocktail. Yes, yes. I love it. I love it. So, boy, I love what you do, and I can't wait to get your story out there. So let's start with your company, Isle Bartend. Tell us about it. Thank you. Yes. So Isle Bartend is a concierge mixology service for private and public events. We specialize in organic, fresh fruit and herb mixology. We graphic design custom menus for every occasion based on themes, guests of honor and desired spirits. We have laser engraved coconuts that we can cocoa jack and we use the actual coconut water as one of our organic mixers and we turn the coconuts into environmentally friendly all day refillable drinking cups. Um, We are an environmentally friendly company. We avoid using single-use plastics in all ways possible. We pride ourselves on creating an experience and providing the highest level of guest service. We have over 500 of our own recipes. Um, Some are our versions of classics using organic ingredients, and some are completely our own. Um, Almost all of our recipes can be made with or without alcohol since the liquor is not what flavors our drinks, the fresh ingredients do. We simply replace alcohol with alkaline water and everyone, including children, pregnant women, and sober people can all enjoy the experience together. Wow. Wow. You've truly thought of everything. I I love the customized menus and glasses and the, the, what is it called? The uh, branded uh, coconut cups or what's (laughs) the proper name for that? Yeah, so actually, um, Naughty Coconut is the company that does these for us. They also make us laser engraved watermelons. Um, They're an amazing company here based in Southwest Florida. Three women own it. So um, every time I get a chance, I get funny printed coconuts. When we have a bride and groom, we'll get special coconuts made for them to drink out of their whole wedding. Um, They can literally make any design for us, which is amazing. We can do any theme. Wow. Wow. So, so many questions, Muriel. So um, the big one, I'm sure our listeners are, are, are thinking the same thing as I am, your favorite drink, you know, of, of all the four, 500 different combinations or, or <laughs> drinks, you know, you're, you're after this interview, you're sitting down, what's your go-to? You know what? The Floridian is one of my favorites. <laughs> after a few hours, we changed the name to the Floridian, but that's my... Uh... My version of a key lime martini with a graham cracker crust and with Chef Nicolette's homemade whipped cream, it is just to die for. So oh. that is 
one of my favorites. Wow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that does sound good. It's wow. so refreshing. <laughs> oh man. So in the past, like, would you set aside time just to just to do the mixology thing, you know, in your secret laboratory and all that? <laughs> you know, so I've been in the service industry for 17 years and spent the last about 15 in bartending and management. And um, I have just been blessed with opportunities to work in amazing places where my chefs and owners would give me creative freedom behind the bar. Yeah. Um, and the most notable experience was living in North Carolina, working at a um, farm to table restaurant where my chef and I both had 40 acre farms. So we were able to bring in almost everything needed for the restaurant from both of our farms. So I would gather all sorts of fun berries and herbs and everything. And I would just make a different drink special literally every day. So that's where a large amount of our recipes come from. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's funny. I wanted to talk about that, you know, your journey into this, this is not a, a path that most people take, you know, how did you even get into it and, and all that? Yeah, certainly not. I really wish I could go back and tell my 17 year old self to stay in college, but you know, that's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now that I have my awards and I don't quite feel the same way. Um, it's really, I, I feel so blessed, but um, right. you know, it's just mixology is a passion of mine. Serving people is a passion of mine. Um, I just really enjoy what we do and the experience that we get to create for people, especially on the most important days of their lives, like their weddings or baby showers or birthday parties. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. And, uh, you know, your, your first drink that you had, you said, wow, I'd be really cool to, to make these things. Is that, is that, you know, it's like the first kiss, it's first drink, you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say I do. You know, I, um, I had to do all the normal things that people do in the service industry and work my way up the chain. So when I make it made it behind the bar, I thought that that was pretty cool. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's funny, you bring back memories. When I was in college, I was a bouncer at a local college bar. And uh, I, I just remember looking at the bartenders and uh, going, Oh, man, I wish I could do that someday. That would be so cool. Never did. Just wasn't that talented, but uh, it's still a dream of mine. You know, oh, I still, I'm it's, sure it's you on could. the bucket list. I'm going <laughs> to invite you to a mixology class. I hope you come. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, so, Marielle, tell us about what kind of maybe industry myths or misconceptions that you hear that you can speak to. Sure. So um, to be honest with you, catering is brand new to me. Um, and oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> it is a beast. <laughs> I am learning something new every day. I can tell you my new favorite thing to tell people when considering opening up a mobile service for giant coolers, fresh ingredients and large equipment is needed. Make sure you either have deep pockets or great friends with big trucks and muscles. And I'm mm. really fortunate to have the latter. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I think that's the case with with most businesses. You know, from the outside, it looks like fun. You get to make drinks and have cool and go from place to place and cool events. But man, you know, the real life, you know, truth is that it's a heck of a lot of work, a lot of stress and worry. And, 
And yeah, I'm sure you put in late hours the night before the event, prepping everything and making sure it's all packed and on and on and on, right? A hundred percent. Yep. I, um, I actually put about 24 hours into every event, if I'm being honest, um, between all of the running around shopping, um, you know, graphic design, speaking with vendors, and then, of course, prepping and juicing all of the fruits. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, talk about like, stress. I mean, a lot of the events that you're doing are kind of like once in a lifetime <laughs> celebrations, right? Exactly. There's no room for error. <laughs> so ah. I put in huge buffers for me and my team to make sure that we are on point and on top of everything. And I'm, I was taught, you know, one of the very first things that I was taught by my first restaurant manager, John Fannin, who basically raised me in a restaurant. Um, if you're always prepared, you can never go under. So um, I just really pride us on preparation and and getting places early so that if there are any road bumps, we can figure it out before the party goes off. That's great. All right. So outside of the business, what are you doing for fun? Um, So I spend a lot of time with my puppy. He's my best friend. Um, I live in a beautiful community that has kayaks. So I like to invite friends come over and um, go kayaking with me. And to be honest with you, Charlie, when I'm not working directly on Isle Bartend, I am cleaning houses to make money for Isle Bartend. So I pretty much eat, sleep, and drink Isle Bartend right now. We're uh, still in our first year, so there's a lot to be done. Yeah, the, uh, the typical entrepreneurial story, you know, and, and uh, when you make it big, in the future, people will say, oh, she was so lucky, you know, (laughs) they have no idea what you're doing. I mean, I was at an event yesterday and the entrepreneur was talking about his period of time when he actually lived and slept in his car. You know, it's just, it's, Mm -hmm. it's crazy what we do, but you know, the benefits of course, uh, make it all worthwhile. So uh, good for you. Good for you, Mario. Thank you. Thank you. How about, uh, well, you kind of hit a hardship, but uh, one hardship or or life challenge, you know, looking back in life that you can now say now that you've been through it, uh, that because of it, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Yeah, Charlie, um, you know, this one's pretty easy. I I started out bartend in spite of COVID. Um, I was out of my normal manager salary for almost nine months. We attempted to reopen the restaurant, got shut back down, reopened again. I mean, it was awful. Um, It was extremely draining for everyone. We worked until we couldn't walk. Mm. Short staffs and really short-tempered guests. Um, Just everyone on edge not knowing what was going to happen next. I was exhausted and defeated and I needed new new inspiration. So I started dreaming about aisle bartend and especially considering the pandemic, I thought, well, what if I could bring, you know, a fine dining bar experience to people in their homes where they're more comfortable right now? Mm. So that is kind of really what started it. And um, it's gained some really amazing traction and I, I couldn't be more proud and excited. But yeah, I mean, uh, being out of my normal pay for nine months and, you know, not wanting to pull from the government, I found myself, you know, out of a place to live and moved about seven times, sometimes on the same day that I was doing a large, large event and barely made it, you know, by the skin of my teeth. So it has been a challenge, but we are now in a place where um, I, you know, I have a beautiful place to live. 
My puppy's happy. Um, we are getting calls, three to four calls a day for private parties and public events. And I just could not be more grateful. Yeah. And I'm glad I stuck with it and didn't give up when times got tough. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. we'll have more, but. Yep. Yep. I think uh, so many times in life, uh, individuals get freaked out by rightly so for all that you went through. And it's like, you know, it's like digging for gold and you stop an inch before you hit the gold and go, oh, I'll never find the gold. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? Sure. Um, this one is also easy for me. I wish everybody knew that I was just getting started and, our long-term plans are really incredible. Um, we want to partner with local animal rescues. And if there are any listening, please reach out. Um, for now, we can do adoption events together. In the future, I would like a portion of all of our revenue to go to all sorts of animal rescues. Um, right now, we support our veterans and first responders by offering discounts. However, we hope to do a lot more in the future. Um, I also have a huge passion for farming and people being able to grow their own food. So um, my plan is that in every city I'll bartend um, makes it to, we will start a community garden. Um, so that's, those are big goals. <laughs> wow. Good for you. You know, you've got a great vision and, you know, you really are all what the good neighbor podcast is all about. Just, just helping one another and uh, together we all win. Right. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've got, I've just, you know, I'll bartend has given me many blessings, but I think one of the biggest is the network of um, entrepreneurs and locals, um, business owners that I have met, you know, networking and they're just incredible and they're motivating. And I just feel like I have a really cool team of people supporting me. Yeah, that's great. Well, I know we have listeners chomping at the bit. They want to get in touch. They want to learn more. What's the best way for them to do so? Sure. So um, we do have a website. Can't wait for it to be updated. But currently it's www.islebartend.com. On Facebook and Instagram, we are simply at Isle Bartend. And my phone number is 786-914-2493. Our office phone number is 239 239- Seven five eight zero zero five two, and we look forward to serving all of you and creating amazing experiences on your special occasions. Well, terrific, well, Muriel. Wish you the absolute best, and again, appreciate you spending time with us this afternoon. Let's go out and have some fun. It's Friday. Yes, well. let's do it. I can't wait for a mixology class so you can come and learn how to make all your favorite stuff. Nice meeting you, Charlie. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.